Happy All Hallowed Eve to all you sexy werewolves, sexy vampires, sexy nuns, and who could forget the sexy insurance claim adjusters out there. Man, that costume came out of nowhere, got super sexy, and won over the collective hearts and minds of everyone in the Americas, the way God intended. I would like to introduce See No Hear No Speak No Halloween Extravagant Extravaganza the Third. Also happens to be episode 90, for those of you playing along at home. Chris, being the responsible adult that he is, was unfortunately exhausted from a long day with an even longer one to follow. So, for the first time ever, I'm all alone on Halloween Eve. Just kidding. Not about the Chris thing, but one is never truly alone when they hold the love of our true Lord and Savior Jesus Christ firmly in our hearts. Well, that or... You have Shayna, John, James, Joe, and Sarah hanging out with you fireside. All ready and raring to tell us some spooky make-em-ups. And for extra seasonings, a few really reals for trues as well. I'm just an average man with an average life. I work for nine to five. Welcome to another very special Halloween extravaganza. You guys are supposed to like cheer and make Woo! Okay, not that loud. My mom's sleeping. Oh, she's, she's got work in the morning. Sorry. You guys are assholes. I'm just, just Anyway. Josh and your classic. Josh and you. <laughs> just yanking your chain, buddy. Man, I always hated I the first time I heard Josh and you for instead of joking you. Uh, I was maybe uh, 18, and my drummer that was in private school said it, and I was like, "Is he fucking with me?" Like that no, is that's like that's, that's <laughs> but that's not that's not I'm a fr- just, I just Josh and you, buddy. I never just heard Josh that. Why wouldn't you just say just joking? Give, giving you a bit of a Josh. You know? you Why? No, I wouldn't just, understand. I don't understand. Still it's, like 30 years later. Who's Josh and why the fuck is that? Well, how is that an analog for J- Jay? Welcome to another... I did that part, didn't I? Yeah. <clears throat> um, did you do the... No, no, you didn't even say the name yet. Well, see, that's what I was podcast. doing. Say the name of the podcast. Oh, welcome to another fucking goddamn... You already Jam- did that part. James Just say the name. mean episode of... <laughs> See No, Hear No, Speak No. The UFOs, conspiracies, and the way off-track topics, sitting by the campfire, Moitis. I'm Jason Rambo. And I'm James. Yes, that is his name. <laughs> um, so uh, Chris had a, a very long day today, and uh, he prepared absolutely nothing. <laughs> so he was he was asleep. So we just decided to be like, okay, you know, it sounds like you would probably just be falling asleep during the show anyway, and it has to be recorded now. So unfortunately, Chris is not with us tonight. But to make up for the lack of Christopher... We have tonight Shayna, John, Sarah, and Joe, and hopefully uh, a, a walk-on appearance by the lovely Melissa. Because tonight is, uh, 
probably release this the day before Halloween just so people can decide if they like it or not first. Um, and then they can tell all their friends and and then email us at <laughs> see no hear no speak no pod at gmail.com or S-N-H-N-S-N-P-O-D at gmail.com Slowest S-N-H-N-S-N-P-O-D at gmail.com in the West. Man. I could totally edit that to make it sound like that didn't happen, but I, I don't think I will. <laughs> don't think I will. I'm still trying to prepare a story, and if I can, oh. I, I may just not have one. No, it's going to be good. I'm a slacker. I was honestly expecting somebody to, to take it. Um, but we have decided on a spooky campfire. Um, and well, the campfire itself isn't inherently spooky. But we're sitting around the campfire. It's uh, chilly outside. Uh, it's it's a warm inside, though. Uh, isn't that right, John? High five. Sure. High five. Yeah. Mm. Woo. That was the worst high five That ever. was weak. It was my left hand. Yeah. And sure. It, Jesus. Hey, man. <laughs> Fuck you. And we're going to tell... We're going to tell spooky, spooky stories and see if any of us can actually be scared by uh, another one of us without threats of physical violence. John. Yes. Shut up. I'm scared. Or I'm going <laughs> to hit you. No, that's, no, that's, <laughs> no, that's, that's how you spook see, him. Without now I'm threats, scared with physical without, violence. Without, oh, yeah, oh. see? Yep. Now it's, work. now it's just attempted assault. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, I, th- I think uh, the we we all uh, fought other people to the death for uh, for order before we started the show. Yeah, we did. So uh, so John, you you uh, killed the first man in oh. cold blood as fast as anybody else, really. So so you get to go first. Oh, cool. And uh, I want everyone to know that <laughs> even though John wrote this literally just before we started recording, he. He did it for quite some time, so it's it's still going to be nice. It, it it's quality. Counts. Yeah. It's yeah. really quality, I we, promise. We could have started recording quite some time ago, but didn't, and I'm hoping that it doesn't let any of us down. Well, it may offend. I'm not sure okay. if it's going to offend someone here. All right, yeah. Is One it, of our great listeners tonight. Is it? Is it like a... Um, is it offensive? It's not a trigger warning or anything. Okay, no? okay. No, no. Just okay. someone here more specifically. Is it me? Um, It's always you. just being real with you bud fucking right it is um so our first story amongst us a little sad of a campfire but i like it it's okay we could toss another one one of those logs on there if you guys want it's a cute little fire um (laughs) yeah ambience is nice okay so our first story tonight Mm -hmm. um begins like this there once was a man named racin jambo See, this is <laughs> quality. It's it's good so far. He loved all things murder. Whether it was garbage TV shows like NCIS or researching about some crazy fucking lunatics for this idea of a podcast he had. He asked many of his friends to see if they'd want to do this podcast with him, but every single one of them gave him the same answer. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> Because he actually had no friends. <laughs> the roast of Jason Rambo. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't know how right he is. No, though. this is racing Jambo. No idea. <laughs> Jason Rambo, don't get him next. Why are you outside my window? <laughs> um, I mean, 
This is this is factual. Okay. I didn't make any of this up. I promise. You know, we get it. We get I found it. this in the history books. Uh-huh. Um, so he eventually woke up one day. He put his big boy pants on, um, and uh, started his very own podcast. His name: the Hear No, See No, Speak No. The Moidas, the conspiracies, and the UFOs. He got the conspiracies hey. in the right spot. That's cool. Don't let me change it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he talks about some real, real crazy shit. Well, there's a poor Japanese woman who was brutalized for 40-ish days straight. Um, that one big giant fuckhead, Edmund Kemper. Um, the otaku killer, that pedo himself. Um, and even the gray man, Albert Fish. You know, the gray man. The grown-ass man who called dick and balls. Monkeys and motherfucking peewees. Yeah, man. He said he couldn't eat them. He could. It's it's too rubbery. It sounds like a cool podcast. Like they cover all this. No, man. It sounds like they're they're maybe copying off of somebody that should look into lawsuits. <laughs> well, it's a great story though. So yeah. let's keep it up. <laughs> um, the good news, his good podcast news. grew larger and larger until Rayson knew he was definitely on to something. But he had this weird feeling where every time he would publish a podcast, something worse and worse was building up. He could feel it down his spine. I know, it's spooky, huh, James? It's cancer, isn't it? <laughs> um, no spoilers. It's Jimmy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. What, Joe? So it's Jimmy, isn't it? Could be Jimmy. It's better guess than cancer. I like these guesses. Um, Prison so. sentence. <laughs> One night, he was laying in bed, and from his window, in his bedroom, he heard a car honk, and honk, and keep honking. It was irritating the living shit out of him, so he opened the window to scream out, Get off my front lawn, as the old man Rayson would say. That's right. You kids get out of here now. (laughs) Thank you for the impromptu voice of Rayson. (laughs) Uh, but he found a late 80s Nissan Langley, identical to the one the otaku killer had. Sweet. Uh, he was super confused. Uh, and he thought to himself, this is fucking crazy. I probably smoked too much tonight. I'm going back to sleep. Um, so 30 minutes later, he gets back to sleep. You know, he's all comfy. He's like, all right, honking's gone. I'm okay. I'm a bad dream. Sure. Yeah. Uh... He felt a great force on his stomach. Uh-oh. It felt like a dumbbell being dropped on it. Was it constipation? Um, it usually is. Not this time. <laughs> yeah. But yes, usually that usually would be the case. Uh, from the research I did on this yes. race yes. in Jambo. I, would ra- I, I think he would rather the dumbbell, really. That's from the uh, camera in his room, right? <laughs> um, he said camera like there's only one. <laughs> Not talking about the bathroom one either. No, <laughs> all the that, angles. That's in right. The oh, that's too far. I always oh, said that yeah. was too far. No, no, no. Oh, yes, sir. No, yes, no, no. I'm not a high class businessman. <laughs> so, dumbbell felt just very similar to kind of like in the story of Junko. Just crushing his stomach. Um, so his eyes opened very quickly. I would think so. And nobody and nothing was there. 
But there was blood coming from his mouth and a great pain coming from his stomach. And it wasn't because he had to poop in the middle of the night. Oof. I bet he probably Poor had racing. to anyway. <laughs> um, you sure it's not his Crohn's developing? Ooh, <laughs> You'd man. have to ask Grayson. <laughs> if you can. <laughs> I, I don't have no Crohn's. I don't even know Crohn's. <laughs> sounds nothing like a careful nope. Yeah, come on. Get Grayson's voice better, please. I don't know what that is, and I want you to leave. Crohn's disease, it's sad. I don't even know what that is, but it sounds serious. I've heard commercials about it. It's uh, that, That's it, when your intestines don't work. Oh. And, Ooh. and it's poop degenerative, bag? so oh, they have eventually. to remove some of it. Aww. And you get the colon, the colon bag. You guys know way too much about that. My mom that's a spookier story oh. than what I got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not over. Yeah. My mom had it, and her mom's a nurse, so. Yeah. Hmm. But I mean, ask. not everyone has to have the colon bag. One person I know just had to like always use the bathroom right after he ate because all of yeah. his intestines were removed. It sounds ooh. Like, it it's a, it sounds like most, it's most. always still, always a crapshoot going to lunch. <laughs> uh, but um, bump. I'm a dad. Continue, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so now that you know dumbbell in the stomach. Mm-hmm. Um. You know the the '80s Nissan Langley outside. He's just frightened. Mm. So, Rayson leapt out of bed, ran out of his room into the hallway, where he saw a dapper old man with gray hair smiling at him. And the man said, in a very proper voice, <clears throat> Rayson, I want your monkey and peewees. Where's his nipple smoking? Um, Excuse me, mister. Rayson didn't mark that down. I, I don't... Like from said, the, straight from the book. 100% factual. I'm just giving the story. <laughs> um, so, of course, he's going fucking nuts now. He's scared shitless. Uh, so he runs for the front door. Running and running and running. Trying to not lose his monkey and peewees. Um, and uh, he opens the front door. Mm-hmm. And in front of him is a six foot nine man. <gasps> 69. Six foot nine, man. It's the sex number. Six foot nine is the sex number. You're right. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and he was staring straight down the barrel of a 22 caliber caliber pistol. And you hear a bang. That's the enthusiasm I want to hear, James. Oh no, the pots fell. <laughs> well, my pods. my pods, man. I don't know what else happened that night. For the, the history pod, books, man. don't say. But the next morning, the sun was bright. The roosters were roostering. That's what they do. And that one fuckhead cutting his grass way too early in the morning was out there doing it again. He cuts it like every fucking day. In it cannot be growing. No. What? In, in his, his booty shorts. shorts. Yeah. Oh, man. But. If you're I'm listening, but, Bill, exactly. yeah. <laughs> go fuck yourself. What, what, once you guys get to a certain age, you'll start to appreciate those things. You'll be like, <laughs> six fine, in the morning man. is a good time to cut the grass. You know, it's not too hot yet. You know, uh, the noise. Oh, so you're that guy. No. Don't I, you regularly <laughs> sleep till like 11? Yeah. And I, don't, <laughs> I, used to, I used to either cut the grass at like six grass. in the morning or like <laughs> 10 at night. Man. Um. So... There was no sign of Rayson sleeping in his bed, though. <laughs> but his head, decapitated uh, decapitated from his body, with 
what looks like a hole that was used to fuck in the neck area. Oh, um, oh my god. Yeah. I believe that's called the esophagus. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, sure. I, I'm liking where this is going. Mm-hmm. I think we can I think we can market this to kids. Let's do it. Yep. <laughs> I 100% agree. Well, that head, that oozing with semen, oh, was resting on a fireplace mantle. Mm. Never to podcast again. Man, if I had a fireplace, how fucking sweet would that be? We wouldn't Dude. be outside right now. All and Rayson's <laughs> head could be there. Yep. And Dude, that's the end of this so hot, I don't story. even need a fireplace. Mm. Well, I hope you enjoyed the heat. It was great, man. Thank you. Yes, we're all clapping. Yes, so. clapping yes. is clapping is. Uh, I just meant more so for the mics. No, yeah, no, it's all gonna get cut out of the show. I'm just saying, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you all enjoyed it, though. Yeah, man. Racing Jambo. I think to... I think it was worth it, but I think uh, I think we all know that you're talking about James, and that's okay. <laughs> um, you know, it's just the name was a little on on the nose, uh-huh. <laughs> a little on the nose. So, I think. Next up, we have Shayna, who is so ready to nope. just wing a story. <laughs> You're funny. She's like, this one time, I went to the bathroom at night, and then I decided to say uh, Bloody Mary and Candyman and Beetlejuice all a bunch while I was flickering the lights and staring in the mirror. And then when I was done, uh, I was I went to the bathroom and I went back to sleep because... Them things ain't real and they're from movies and such. It's a good thing she didn't say uh, Biggie Smalls, though. That would work. Ooh, worked. man. You don't want him showing up because then you gotta feed him. <laughs> and then she woke up with a glass of tomato juice and vodka. Yes. <laughs> yes. Spooky. <laughs> man. And then she and then she woke up again because cause that's what movies like that like to do. And now everything is weird again. But then. Oh, my life is a movie? But then that's where she actually she's actually from, and then right like Twilight Zone, you know. Hey, Twilight Zone's a good show. James is too young for that. What? No, people don't stop saying. I know what Twilight Zone is. No, 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 they rebooted it and completely fucked it. Oh yeah, but the old one is Twilight Zone. Yeah, the old one's the bestest. They they rebooted it. Yeah, and it's horrible. They booted it. It's on Netflix too for the second time. James just won Kanye to be on there. And then it would be a great series, the new one. Yeah, Kanye woke up in a world shit. where he wasn't the greatest musical talent of all time. <laughs> oh, the real world? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Kanye is the greatest musical talent. He is the pi- pioneer of a generation. <coughs> Kanye was the greatest gap salesman, and he should have stayed there. Ooh. No, he's the greatest rapper. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you can't understand his music. Hey, you how know what? A, how hey. does a man sell a shirt? Toe up, look like a hobo ward, and still be forty million in debt. Because uh, nobody's gonna buy that. It was a bad marketing choice, yeah, but that doesn't have anything to do with his music. Okay. The shoes he sells. Kanye fight look time like melted. will be afterwards. That has nothing to do with his music. That's why we have the I pit full of pudding. This is stopping because <laughs> Listen, this is the Kanye podcast. I've turned it. I told you every oh, no. every episode. I would argue about I will Kanye. Burn <laughs> this motherfucker to the ground. <laughs> we already have the fire. Let's throw him on. This is your house, Jason. Yeah. I'm sorry, you sure you want to burn? No, I meant I meant the show. I meant the show oh. will be burned to the ground. No. Yes, new gonna. I was gonna say something. Do and make then, you and then they started doing that shit. Do you want to consult Jason? No, I'm like he may know. Mm. He's dead. <laughs> Hopefully, Just welcome me. to the Kanye cast. <laughs> By the campfire. This ain't no Kanye. <laughs> y'all, y'all get out of here. Y'all, you don't belong here. Why does that sound like Mr. Hanky? 
That doesn't sound like right 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 at all. He's like, hide home I'm, and I mean, such. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I'm old man that's with a broom good. that's shooing people off of his, 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 his doorstep. Fist. I thought you were the crackhead on the corner, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um, it happens. I get mistaken for him every once in a while. Aww. He's a good looking dude, though. Yeah, I actually, I upgraded from the corner, and I guess yeah. to live in Jason's backyard the, now. The, mm-hmm. the Puerto Rican, right? Yes. James, at the, the concert I went to last night, there was a guy that looked exactly like you who was way too into the music, but he wouldn't <coughs> dance or jump or anything. He just swayed like this the That's whole time, oh. right in front of the stage, and it was the creepiest thing ever. Cause that is really weird. He has yeah. looked a lot like you. What concert was it? Uh, the, the Melvins. Melvin's. Yeah, we went to Melvin's. It was a really good show. Oh, really, really good show. Um, That's cool, though. Yeah, back to the lecture at hand. Oh. Perfection is perfection, so I'm going to let him understand. You don't know that song. Why do I keep singing it to you? Man, you show up at a guy's house once, and you stand outside the window once with a boombox, and you have nothing but a G-thang from... Uh, the classic Dr. Dre album, The Chronic. And then, like, you know, you gotta fucking go to all kinds of classes that are court-mandated and shit. You had to do that anyway. I mean, I was, yeah, I was going there anyway for something else, so I might as well, but... Joe, story time! Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Get it. Only where to do. Why would I do that? <clears throat> Ooh, that look she just gave you. <laughs> Yay, another shrimp Ooh, is on fire. the Barbie. I think that's just a log. No, I've, I've been putting seafood on Barbie dolls inside. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, you showed me that earlier, man. I've been meaning to tell you, that was a little weird. I don't, I don't want you to show me that room again. <laughs> wait wait until you see when it's covered in semen. I want... <laughs> That's right. I'm going to put the... So, Joe, your story. I'm talking. I'm, I'm going to put the sailor fucking Ken in there with him, man. Jesus. I got so it. So, Joe. Yeah, thank you. Ah. <laughs> so, Joe. <laughs> you were saying... Is that supposed to sizzle? It did that... Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it, yeah, it the, adds to the, the paper. Yeah, the pa- and right. and actually, yeah, it does just sound a whole lot more like a, a real uh, fire now. Yeah. <laughs> On a bus. Mm-hmm. Huh? I actually, I pull one side of my headphones. Said I like your boots. Oh, thank you. Had a bunch of pairs exactly like them for years and years. Good working boots, you know. They definitely are. I use them every day on the job. Where's that at? Turner Construction? Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. You're building that big old thing up on East Avenue, ain't you? Yes, sir. It's going to be the biggest one in the city. So it seems. I used to do construction too, you know? That was way back in the day. It started back when your mom was probably a toddler. Oh, yeah? With a company or freelancer or what? Yeah, my papa had a small construction carpentry company. He hired me on was, oh, maybe 15 or so. That was b- way back in 1962. We built houses mostly. A couple small apartment complexes. None as big as what you're working on. Did you like it? Well, you bet your ass I did. Working all day was a free gym membership. 
Plus all the perks that came with it. Perks? He smiled. Can you keep a secret, boy? Yes, sir. You ever play in a construction shop? Yeah. As a child? When I was a little one, me and my buddies would sneak into the houses being built and explore them. Maybe break a couple bottles here and there. Steal all the cops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my neighbors and I would do that when I was a kid. My house was the first one built in the neighborhood, you know, then the rest came later. We probably explored every house in the block before they was finished. When they were just, you know, wood skeletons. Maybe break up bottles too, you tell you the truth. Of course you did. Who wouldn't, given the opportunity? Oh, but that's childish stuff. The real perks came later in life, when I was an adult. Oh? Oh yes, boy, imagine this. The year's 1980. No cell phones in sight. You talk up a pretty lady in the local bar, you hit it off. Tell her about the new construction project. She wants to go see it. Uh-huh. Well, then you take her there. You and her all alone in the skeleton of a home. As you said. Wouldn't it be a little more private back at your own home? More private, sure. Maybe. But much messier. How so? Well, you don't just take a girlie down to a construction site for the night just to get your diddly fit. <laughs> you don't? I'm gonna use that. <laughs> hey, I want my diddly flipped. <laughs> you can say Irish wristwatch, but not <laughs> diddly fiddled. Just, oh, fiddled? I thought you said yeah. flipped. No. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just what I want. James personal preference. He did that good Jack. That's my like Neil Patrick Harris to flip his meat. <laughs> Honestly, man, he's a pretty cool dude. I might let him. Yeah, he seems like. Honestly, a nice if anyone guy. deserves it, it's him. If any, right. if any one man deserves James' man love, it's Neil Patrick Harris. You heard him; he's thrown out the challenge. It's time for NPH. Neil Patrick Harris. If you're listening, man, hit me up. That's right. <laughs> hit me up in the DMs. That's a uh, see no, hear no, speak no pod at gmail.com. Yes, or snhnsnpod at gmail.com. Classic rock radio, Shana. <laughs> With tea bag in the morning. Crescent ah. City classic. Shane is fun. She's a good sport. Uh, now back from that commercial yes. break. <laughs> you take it up. You take it there for you know. No, I I don't know. But the easy disposal, boy. Disposal. Yeah, you cut the girlie up. You do whatever your preference is. Do whatever you want to do with it. Then you put her under the house, you bury her, and you stain clothes under there, too. I say, I say. <gasps> Once the job's done, no one will ever see that stuff again. It's gone. Eventually, a brand new house sitting on top of your deed. The bus rolls to a stop. Well, this is my stop. Stood, patted my shoulders. I recoiled. He walked off the bus. The only thing running through my mind was a memory. I was a kid. No older than six. My friends and I were playing hide-and-seek, and I hid in a crawl space under the front porch, and when I was hiding, I found a pair of boots half-buried in the dirt. The exact same type of boots I was wearing then on the bus. The exact same type of boots we found in the crawl space beneath every house in our neighborhood. He's gonna get it. <laughs> He's gonna get it. Gonna get it. He's gonna get it good. 
And of course, this story is not from me. This is from a user named Flard. <laughs> I was so happy I made you read it. <laughs> Flard, you are my hero. On Reddit, that is u slash F-L-A-R-D. Let's all just send him just a heart emoji. Just everybody out there listening, send send Flard. Uh, Say thanks, Flard, and then do a heart emoji. Yes, and don't ever, ever, ever don't mention us. Ever answer why? <laughs> yeah, you didn't hear that from us. Because that is what makes it creepy. I dug it. Oh, that's what makes it creepy. <laughs> yeah, if you just had a bunch of random people yeah. being like, "I love you," Thank heart. You. Thanks for all you thanks, do. Thanks, Flard. I would be so confused and good job. Indeed. Clap, 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 clap. Yes. Up next is uh, James. No. Uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know, I know. I I didn't think that you were prepared, and I thought it'd be funny to bring it on you like that. Sarah is next. Sarah is next. I'm prepared. And this is a creation of yours. Yeah, I wrote it. Ah! Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think your phone is supposed to do I that. have no idea why I had I an alarm alarm set for midnight. <laughs> it's time to party. Wow. Oh. Was, was party that time. the original record time? Uh, no, that was... Uh, I literally no idea. Uh, no. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah, I remember. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> don't tell us. <laughs> nope. Go ahead, Sarah. Yep. Tell us. It wasn't for tonight. I just... I'd never remember to turn off alarms. I feel that. Mm-hmm. Alright, so uh, I wrote this. It doesn't have a title. I didn't know that was a requirement. Uh, no, I think uh, I think the authorities should be notified <laughs> that... Mm-mm. No, it's, it's, you have uh, till the end of the story to, to be able to name the story. Okay. Okay. I'll get one at the end. Alright, I don't remember what I was reading before I heard the rapping at the door. The knock was loud, and after the initial startle and my cat jumping up from my lap, I thought of how aggressive it was. It was more of a demand to come in than an inquiry. My husband was out working the night shift, so I was wary, and slid off the couch from under my cozy blanket to ask who it was through the door. Can I come in? A small, weak voice spoke from the other side. I ripped the door open, wondering what a child would be doing out at eleven at night. A tiny boy stood, no older than six or seven, with pale skin that had an almost sickly look. He was dressed in odd clothing, shorts he had long outgrown, and a big baggy t-shirt with no shoes. What are you doing here? Where are your parents? I felt sympathy for the boy, but was unnerved by his empty stare. He looked past me, and I turned to see that he appeared to be looking at my cat. I watched my pet uncharacteristically hiss and slowly back up a few steps before turning to run down the hall. You have a kitty, was the only answer I got, and when his eyes darted back to me, I gasped, and terror crashed into me like a solid mass. His eyes were completely devoid of all color and whiteness, unlike what they had been before, and even though the porch lamp casted light on the boy, he had no shine reflecting on the pools of black. Can I come in? His voice had changed, and it sounded almost angry. I don't think that's a good idea, I mumbled out in a feeble voice. God, I wanted to run, but I kept my cool. Who knew what this kid would do if I turned my back? Let me in, the boy demanded, and I heard a guttural growl deep from within his throat. I just shook my head no slowly and deliberately, as it was all I could muster to stand my ground. I was debating trying to dart back inside and slam the door before the boy could weasel in if I tried. But the boy simply shrugged, the darkness in his eyes faded like dark ink fading from water, and he turned and left. 
I watched as he walked across the street and over one to my neighbor's house diagonally from me and knocked on the door. Another woman answered and they exchanged words. I started dialing the cops but by the time I told them the boy's location and my information, she was letting him enter her house. The cops came about ten minutes later for questioning and the woman seemed shaken but fine even though the black-eyed child was gone without a trace. I never talked to the woman, only gave her an occasional weak smile in the next weeks I saw her around the neighborhood. Eventually I saw her outside less and less, and one night an ambulance was outside her house at 11 p.m. I learned later from another neighbor that her health had been quickly declining, and the doctors didn't know what to do with such a rapid and mysterious sickness. She had died that night, shortly after she was found by her husband, slumped against her front door, and bleeding from her ears, mumbling something about a black-eyed child. That's and the name of my story is Dick and Balls. Yes. <laughs> I like that. That was spooky. And this, friends, is why you yeet a small child knocking on your door at midnight into a river. So, mm. Especially a black guy. Let's see what I was looking up before <laughs> you, the show. You kick them and then you run. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, no, I was literally looking up black eyed yeah, children before the show. James, why don't oh, you wow. tell them what the story is based on? So it's. Um, so it's this thing around like the 80s. Uh, I'm gonna pull it up and find it. Um, there have been sightings as recently as 2015. Yeah, yeah, they they've done a few different things. So like it, it started in the 80s. Um, it was there were some like uh, just like random stories and shit. That's when they could trace it back. But in 1996, there were like uh, posts on the internet, like forum posts or whatever, by a guy in Texas named Brian Bethel, um, who had like a, a like ghost-related mailing list thing. Like a ghost hunter mm-hmm. type thing. Okay. And gotcha. talking about black-eyed kids <clears throat> and how in places in, like, Texas and Oregon, um, like, kids would be seen at, like, the side of the road, like, like showing up at people's doors, things like that, and, like, they would just have completely black eyes, like, just pits, basically, of just... The fuck? Darkness, yeah. That um, is pupil, iris, and sclera. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking, That's like, creepy. from what I'm describing, from what's described to me, it's like even like around the eye socket, like below, like between the cheekbone and the <clears throat> eyebrow and nose and all that. It's all just black. Yeah, sometimes some of the stories do report them as having like a typical black eye around the black eyes. Uh, Many, it's just the eyeball. That's that's. Uh, but yeah, it's been going for a while. That's like that that old cowboy guy that had like eyeball cancer and had to have like his whole fucking <laughs> ocular cavity removed. <laughs> And like he has like fake, like a fake face that that he puts on to look normal, but he can just pop it out and there's just nothing there. Yo, that's that's gotta suck shit. Yeah, that's gotta be cre- that's like that's it's worse than being blind. Blind people, uh, you know, it's that's a hard life. You get a face, at but least? but then you're like, you know, at least I have yeah, yeah my face. face. Yeah. <clears throat> Wait, are you sure you're oh, not yeah. talking about that guy that had uh, I think it was nasal cancer. Yeah, nasal yeah, 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 yeah. The whole nose <clears throat> and eyes. Yeah, like just everything just popped out like it was a yeah. Batman mask. Was that like like a real thing? Yeah. Yeah. That was well, real all right. So when I worked at Win Dixie at my first job, mm-hmm. I had this manager who had like skin cancer like on her nose, mm-hmm. and she always wore like a bandaid over it though. Right. Right. One day she didn't have the bandaid, and it is the nastiest oh. thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. Like I got like violent a little bit. Like I, I was like, my fight or flight reflexes kicked in. It was, <laughs> wow. I do I, you know, in Little Mermaid when the in Ursula's <laughs> tunnel when the little like the the wretched souls or whatever pop up. Yeah, that's what the inside of her fucking oh. nose looks like. Oh, but it was like slimy. 
Oh. There you go. That's my that's my fucking campfire story. Oh. <laughs> she was a nice lady, but that's oh my fair. god, I I I, I kind of wanted to hit her just to like get her uh, away from me. <laughs> what if she's listening right now? What do you have to say? You're a nice lady, yeah. but not, you, you really fucking spooked me with that shit. That look, it's it's bad. You know it's it does. Not her you, fault. It no. isn't. No, it's no. a terrible thing. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not yeah. bad. I'm not trying to make light of it. Mm. I'm just saying the Keep what I saw on. that day <laughs> scarred me. I mean, I'm sure she realized that. That's why she wore Yeah, that. no, of yeah, course. Indeed. Like, I'm not indeed. doing it to knock anybody. Right. If anybody does have cancer, like skin cancer, you know, it's terrible. That's hope horrible, you yeah. hope you can beat yeah. it. But like, it's rough. Yeah, <laughs> it's rough. A little bit. <laughs> that that's like uh, I had a, uh, a social studies teacher in high school, and every fucking fingernail on every finger grew and curved perfectly around to uh, like, uh, and uh, it was <clears throat> it, it was so what she had like dragon lady nails uh no they're like it so was they were like, like this you should... they were like fingernail helmets for her fingers <laughs> <laughs> that's how closely fit they were jesus and Christ. i'm just thinking like why can't you just like cut them, cut them back because like but that has to be some kind of medical something if it does that she's not doing that for fashion yeah. Or if they grew normally, they would grow out. <clears throat> they wouldn't perfectly curve around it or some shit. But yeah, so anyway. Yeah, one of my grandpa's toenails did that. Ugh. That's, just just, that's too much. Only one. It was a big toe on his right foot. <laughs> that's, you that's knew the exact location. Actually. <laughs> but it could only be one of them. He didn't have a left leg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Zing. Ooh. Oh, boy. <clears throat> Man. Yes. We Bonus like stories from Joe. <laughs> How's everybody enjoying their s'mores and their hot dogs? Their s'mores and hot dogs? We have those yeah. things. Wait, don't let this man lie. There's no Wait, food out here. Did I not bring out the s'mores and hot dogs? No. no. Yeah, go get them real quick. I'll, I'll hold shame. down the show while you're gone. I don't think so. Talk about Kanye anymore. Kanye by the campfire part two. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, Come so. over to my podcast, the Kanye Cast, and to listen to me talk about Kanye. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. And yeah, no, see then if the he's water a witch. Will get Kanye Cast may actually be a podcast. <laughs> Kanye Kiss. Like, Kanye Kiss. That's what I want to do. You want to yeah. do Kanye Kiss? I want to do Kanye Kiss. <laughs> he's what? already in talks with the guy that already owns the domain. The what? domain. The domain. Yeah, yeah. One of those internet boxes with the the, the domains and the in the blogs. Your age is showing, Jason. Am I doing what now? I said your age is showing. Oh my god, I thought I zipped that up. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, now I, we're going to get to my story that I've been writing and uh, and hope to finish writing before I'm finished reading it. Because otherwise, <laughs> it's going to have an abrupt end. This one's called Untitled Halloween Story Number 1. Ooh, spooky. That's right. It's got to be untitled. It's not That's untitled. The title, the title the of title. it is Untitled Halloween Story Number Fair One. Enough. Loophole is what that is. I'm going to try to name it. The story. my That's right. That's right. I got 911 dialed. You better think of a name. That's. All right. So, we begin. Or I do, anyway. A very ordinary girl finds herself laboring in a most commonplace dwelling, being scrutinized by the exceedingly cliché lady of the house. Alma was used to having those judging eyes focused on every task she was assigned. She could always count on the nagging sensation that all duties performed were weighed and examined on criteria, criteria she had never really been told was criteria to begin with. Then there was the jealousy. 
baseless and unfounded, but nonetheless, jealousy. Insecurities laced with this very jealousy would be inevitably turned and machined into the spears and daggers used to assault piteous Alma. A relentless barrage in the form of venom-imbued contempt and indignant-laced taunts. The man of the house was far kinder, yet somehow his unbearable presence stood on even footing with his woefully distant and uninterested lesser half. Not through expressed dissatisfaction, but an eagerly overzealous infatuation with the 17-year-old Alma's every move, her every word. Often it seemed not even her breath could escape the watchful hunger of his lust. The lord of this ramshackle manor was hastily given a lowly position of rank within the church after the decimation of the populace of Salzburg by famine and plague in 1317. It had been four years since death indiscriminately passed his wretched bony hand over what seemed like every household in the quaint hamlet. A hand that saw the hunger driving men so mad that they would blindly, gladly, and without remorse take the lives of his own beloved kinder, if only to be able to exist for however fleeting a moment without the acidic pains of starvation. Death witnessed this plight and through his benevolence saw fit to deliver only pestilence and sickness. Alma knew this sadness all too well, for she once had known the woeful love and inclusion of family, once had known happiness. Some days, on occasion, she could swear truthful recollection of her mother's voice, of her younger brother and sister's gleeful laughter, of contentment. Inevitably, though, she is, she's always violently whipped back into the reality she co-inhabits along with the rest of the leftovers. Either by the grace of God or a stroke of miserable luck, she had survived where no other comforting familiar face had. She had tried. She had tried so hard. She was steadfast in the belief that God had reason to leave her there. A grand design conceived and molded by the Creator. This belief, though, seems to have run its course. Why is it that he leaves her abandoned and alone? Her only hope of bonding with humanity had been twisted and perverted into taunting provocations and thoughtless pushes of perversions. Sitting alone in her meager quarters late one frigidly, bitingly cold evening, she slowly surveys her every worldly possession. This taking of in inventory was as brief as it was pointless. Other than the filthy straw mat that her employees saw fit to gift her, there is only a single other item in the room. It's the singular reminder of the life she lived before, like a dream that she wishes she could inhabit when she exists somewhere in the moments between sleep and full waking cognition. This priceless, gleaming treasure would be no more than a worthless trinket to any other eyes, the sole reminder of what life very well could have been. It was her mother's beloved, well-worn comb. She had inherited many things from the woman that she now struggles to picture in her mind, her smile, her caring nature, her temper, but there were two things she longed to possess of hers that she never could. First, her thick blonde locks gently cascading to the small of her back. Alma had wispy raven curls which would catch and tangle into unmanageable clumps. Second, her mother's resolve. This night, that lacking would be her imploding ruin simply unable to find the most minuscule kind joy in which to find hope, she wipes the tears welling in her eyes. The half-hearted attempt simply smears her vision. 
distorting the naked stone walls that she now saw as her waking tomb. As she draws her breath, flashes of her joys mutate into existential sadness. She screams her plea so that if there be a god in heaven, if he hasn't truly left the earth abandoned, he only needs listen. The exact string of desperate demands filled to overflowing with the hatred and reverence alike were lost to her memory the second she had forced them to spill from her lips. The thing she was certain of commanding God to deliver was that he would find the spare mercy to allow her the death she all-encompassingly asked for. The silence of eternity she feels well overpaid with blood and anger. On this, there is no debate on outcome. It's warm, everlasting darkness or nothing. The deafening silence speaks to the power of the Maker. Damn him to the very same dank, dusty pit of despair he sees fit in all his glory to allow me to decay. In agony and anguish. Then, the feeling of a cold sliver of steel violates the soft tissue at the base of her skull. Alma swats at the point of insertion, believing the penetrating pain to be the machinations of some wicked nightcrawler looking for an easy meal. It's all coincidentally punctuating her loss of hope and peace. An unfamiliar voice booms within her head. The falsetto tenor belies hints of anger, of restlessness. Who was it then? What was the name? You're certainly the one. Yeah, the, the softness of your voice was delicious. And the fire, the fervor that lurked closely behind each syllable, well, you know full well what your proposition suggested. Death you wish for and, and death you shall receive. Have faith. But delivery of this sleep comes with a price. I, I earned this visitation. Having sunk deep our claws and teeth, our paths have become yours and, and you have become we. Asmodeus has more interest in your day of execution than, than your God has in your everlasting peace. Asmodeus says plainly upon your, dim, your dimming daydreams of redemption that, that God is dead. God, God is rotted emptiness. God is now here inside you. Witness. Witness God's love as you witness every terrifying blackness torn from the cavernous waste deep inside. As we rip the lies and violence out through your every pore, you will see your God. Then silence and blackness. Alma wakes the next morning and wastes no time convincing herself that what she had heard was nothing more than exhaustion-induced nightmare. She then takes care in quickly dressing for the day, for responsibilities would still be responsibilities, even if drive and caring vacated from her repertoire long ago. As Alma descends the steps in the steep, narrow wooden staircase that lead from her quarters to the kitchen, she stops dead in her tracks. She thinks to herself that the never-ending stress and anxiety had taken a toll, so she stops to breathe deeply and gather herself. Then she tastes something peculiar from the back of her throat. An unbearably rancid odor wafts upwards and quickly becomes an almost oppressive force. The smell of decayed flesh burns her eyes, 
Swirling sensations of excrement fill the stairwell. She feels her head pulled back with a violent fury. Then the source of the petrified odor makes itself physically known as a black tar-like substance sprays from her mouth and nose. The seemingly never-ending torrent of filth brings with it now a familiar voice. As, as the hate and bile we promise spills forth, so do the memories of happiness you once held. The liquefied flesh of your family bubbles within you. Take care to enjoy every last drop, for this, this is the last time you shall remember they were once something to enjoy. Panic fills her mind as she, she now knows this was no nightmare. Knowing the truth, and Asmodeus's words, Alma drops in a furious panic to her knees without second thought and attempts a slurping re-ingestion. I can't, I can't, I can't do it on the fly. That's where I'm at. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Honestly? Yeah. You can just go back and post and finish the rest. And we can all, we can all do a little sound bit right now, like, being like, like, Holy like shit, that was a great story. Oh. Yo, man, that was really nice, Thanks, dude. Guys. I like the writing on that a lot. Man, you know. Honestly, I did like how uh, descriptive you got with that, like in-depth you were with a lot of things. I, like, you should uh, even keep this part more. where you said <laughs> that. Oh, there it goes. Huh? You should even keep the part where he says edit and post. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I certainly will. Because I, I, I know where I instantly want to go with it. It's just wording it on the fly right now would be impossible. My favorite part was the little monologue from the demon in the back of her head. Yeah. That was cute as hell. No, I, I love what was, was coming out of her. That was... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love what was coming yeah, out of her. Yeah, I like the, I like the imagery. No, no, yeah, no, 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 no joking way, I do I, like the imagery, though. But also, yeah, I, who was coming out of so, her. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think that uh, that is going to be the, the framework for uh, a book that I am going going to start writing. Uh, so yeah, so, I mean, nice. you did start so, writing it. it. I did started. start writing it. it yes, has to be completed. Yeah. Yes, it, it certainly <laughs> does sound like Chuck has a banter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 He uh, well, I'm gonna go ahead and say he hasn't abandoned her, and that he was never real to begin with. <gasps> oh. Spooky. Oh, and then you open up the last page of the book and there's a little shiny mirror part and at the top it says, it was you the whole time. <laughs> <gasps> and then they all die. That's right. Everybody but the guy who it was. <laughs> and the mirror. That's right. <laughs> the mirror stays. Yes. But the mirror's brother dies. Oh, no. He probably deserved it. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. He was the Hans Gruber of that story. Die hard! (coughs) (coughs) Cough, cough! (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm dying a little bit. (coughs) Don't do that. Just a little bit. It is Halloween. He'll come back as a cough. That's my my ghost sound. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) Oh, man. So how did everybody? Um, and wait, James, well, I, you have... actually, I have a little, I have a tiny little story, oh, please, real quick. Please, please, please. All right. So this yes. is actually recent, and this is actually real. <clears throat> okay. Um, sure. So I've been hanging out at a friend's house recently. Oh, wait, wait, wait! A badass is through. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that was kind of badass. Though. That was definitely a motorcycle. Though. That was kind of ass. You're right. Um. All right. So this is actually real. So like, um, <clears throat> hanging out at a friend's house recently, and um, she usually has with gorilla tape. Like on the front of her door, like the letter A, mm-hmm. uh, for the initial for her name, right? Okay. 
and um, it's like on the door, like wide open, and then she has a hallway right outside. <clears throat> Every time she puts it up, at some point she will find the A like halfway across the hall. It's not a super long hall, but it, like she'll definitely find it like four or five feet away from the door, which is like, honestly, I don't know how it could launch that far off from just falling off of tape from a door you know what i'm saying that's wide open like into her room she finds it out of her room and like like five like three feet in the hallway like five feet away from the door three feet into the hallway though that's on a wall like consistently floor. like wow. there's never been house? a time where it just like uh, it's an apartment it's uh i don't know maybe like early 2000s something like that Bad to Jesus. take a very uneducated guess but no it's weird and <clears throat> there's like weird sounds and shit in there i did find one one source though we kept hearing like a scratching sound like in the walls mm. like it would be a consistent like like scratching shit so we traced it like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah basically yeah there's yeah. a squirrel up in her attic yeah yeah named yeah. atticus atticus <laughs> <laughs> i dig it uh but yeah no so i can't explain the letter though because yeah, i do not believe in ghosts i don't believe in anything it couldn't like just be somebody oh, fucking with her and we we named it matt demon no she lives alone i mean if we're doing real stories like that yeah uh, for three years after my sister died, mm-hmm. we would find the DVD, Bring It On, ah. in the DVD player. The first time we found it, we didn't own a copy of this DVD. That's... Oh. Wow. There's no way. We have thrown it away. We have broken it when finding it. And it would still turn up randomly in the DVD player. Man, Sometimes no. playing on that, TV. Man, that no, is... Was that her favorite movie? That, there's yeah. no way. It is a good movie. It was Come a good on now, movie. Kristen Stewart. It's happened with the uh, you know, cheerleader. That's yeah. cheerleading. High five, John. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was good one. Right. <laughs> Anybody else have any weird like kind of like act? I like, do. Real experiences. I do. Well, uh, I said my real. Just some real experiences. Yeah. That's I'm what vampires are really about. You know? <laughs> I uh, well, in my own personal uh, experience. I was, I was very young, uh, maybe five, six, and uh, I was sleeping in my mom's bed. And she's got like you know space to get out on the right and left or whatever, and we used to have like an ex- she used to have an exercise bike on the right side of her bed where I was sleeping, and I woke up, uh, and it had, sun had to have just started to come up because there was light coming in from outside, but there was this fucking this wispy, goddamn you know what it like the Helen Duncan ghost look. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> But, but like in in strips, but not paper mache. Yeah, so, it, but it looked like it was floating in water, and it had so to uh, cheesecloth covered in jizz. Yes, mm-hmm. but like spooky. But like Swan. just it was it was <laughs> it was bright, but it wasn't like super like it was dim at the same time, which was really weird. It was basically just like a gas like gas looking yeah, thing, like and, like barely. Well, there. No, like like you could see like all of all the detail of this thing just like floating it looked like like i said like in water and i i like not thinking because i was half asleep half awake still i I reached out to i reached out to to touch it and then i was like what the fuck are you doing bring your hand back in (laughs) you came back with a lady's undergarments no no i i i still don't know what it is i'm sure that i was i was sleeping and and that was just my dream waking up part or whatever but uh, it was creepy it was creepy as hell and i don't know why and, and it's never happened again i've never experienced anything else but uh a better story than that one is my mom's uh good 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 friends uh jim and lenny 
bought a, a house <clears throat> in New Orleans. It was uh, a huge, huge house, huge lot. It used to be a plantation. And uh, it was just dilapidated and, and uh, broken. And, you know, hobos had lived in there and shit like that. But they, <clears throat> they loved it and they bought the place and they fixed it up. And uh, it's, it's crazy, crazy shit would happen there all the time. Like he, uh, uh, Lenny, I uh, actually have to do some some room painting for him soon. He's the one with the, with the uh, art, with the Poe book and the art, and yeah. Should I get the comments? Sure. If you want to help, you want to help me paint some some rooms. I will help you paint some rooms. Sweet. That means I get to see that art mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that Poe book. Yeah, he's got Salvador Dali fucking originals and it's crazy. Mm. Oh wait, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, let me come see. Oh. If you want to paint some rooms with me, sure. All right, I could use the help. Uh, By the time you finish telling the story, you have like ten people. <laughs> <laughs> I really want, with you. Uh, that sounds really fucking cool. I, I, I will come help if I can see that. Yeah, yeah. that that Poe book is is the shit. I want that. No, book I want the so Salvador Dali paint. Well, that's, that's probably not gonna happen. That's <laughs> a lot of money. No, I don't want that. I want to see it. Oh yeah, that's fine. One's one's double sided. It's the same painting on both sides, but uh, one side is the actual painting. And on the other side is a uh, a, a bronze um, casting of uh, imprint. Uh, yeah, but it's not not a casting because uh, they weren't uh, like yeah, but like, like 3D a, a printing or whatever. But yeah, and it, it's fucking crazy. And they were both uh, you know done by Dali himself. It's fucking awesome. Anyway, yeah, yeah. he he uh, his his old house that that I'm talking about. Uh, they used to my mom used to go to like their Halloween party and their Christmas party and shit. And I, I went once or twice to something there, most likely Christmas. And, um, uh, it was just this huge, beautiful plantation home that had French doors of the entire bottom floor of it. <clears throat> so Sounds they would great. just open every door in the house and have these huge, huge parties. And, uh, but even, uh, the one that stood out to me the most is he, would just have like dinner parties with you know maybe 10 15 people and in this this big uh dining room a woman in you know uh civil war period dress just walks into the the dining room looks everybody at looks at everybody judgingly uh turns and walks away and oh. th is then followed to be like hey who the fuck are you and they're gone out of the next room just gone and he said that this happened all the time like this isn't something that and i i know this man uh pretty well and he is not somebody that would say any of this for attention like in in the <clears throat> in the book itself that uh, uh there was a guy that wrote about it um it he, he he's not named in it he didn't want his name out he was mr whatever and uh you know it he still like I, he'll talk to you about it if you ask him because some crazy shit happened there but uh he he doesn't like he's not doing it so people you know know him or anything like that so he's got nothing to gain from it they they sold the house years ago but uh he actually has really really fond memories of the house although like some terrifying shit happened while he was there <clears throat> so it's 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 really cool it's a really neat story and uh and tag Shayna, your turn. Okay. So, I know James and John don't believe in 
ghosts, demons. I technically don't either. But I do have another another story, a ghost story, that may have actually swayed me more. I just dug something up from my childhood, some repressed memories. Repressed memories! It's crazy, continue. Yes. Um... On the dog, goes where the ghost touched me. <laughs> <laughs> my, my parents' heart. house. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. My parents' house was haunted. You Ooh. decided to mess with me a few times on FaceTime. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's not nice. Terrified living shit out of me. Um, my dad, when, when I was a kid, my dad would throw parties on the weekends. Friends would come over. Every once in a while, my dad would get plastered to the point where he thought I was making stuff up, trying to get his friends in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, years go by. Dad stopped having the parties. Um, I would wake up in the middle of the night. There would just be like, shadow in the corner by my light switch. Nice shot, by the way, James. Indeed. <laughs> uh, uh, honestly, my, my throwing hand, man, it's so good. I make every yeah. shot I try to take. Yeah, shout out people. It's the Jordans. Mm-hmm. It's the Jays. <laughs> <laughs> there would either be one standing in the corner by my light switch. Ooh, fuck that. Or sitting on the edge of my bed staring at me. Oh. And it would get to the point where the only thing I could do was hide under my covers like a small child. How, how, small, a child, how small of a child were you? Um, this started happening, let's see, we moved into that house when I was in third grade, so it started happening when I was in eighth grade, so I was, like, 15, 14, 15? 14-ish, yeah. all the way up until I moved out, which Oof. was... Wow. Okay. That's so this definitely wasn't, like, some, like, childhood imagination. Right. No, it That's kept some... happening. That's some serious, like, and that's harassment to <laughs> do that shit for that long, you know what I mean? Fuck, like, once or twice, it's like, okay. It's like, ooh, you, you're pretty spooky, dude. Yeah, but it's like, man, just, like, give me It's like, dude, fuck off. Day. Yeah. That's what, I, it got to the point where I was like, all right, seriously. Yeah, you either gotta, Leave. You either gotta do that or you gotta be like, either, I don't dude, give a go shit. away or do something. Don't just stare anyway. at me. You it know? scares me more. Mm-hmm. And now you see why I mess with her on FaceTime. That's not okay. No, that's <laughs> funny. funny. No, that's me. Well, you man. just like be talking to her and just like. St- that's what he did. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he did. I'd be like, stare off into like, distance and gasp. Why is there something moving on your walls? That's <laughs> and she like freeze. She's like, what? I'm like, it looks like a human. It's <laughs> <laughs> pointing at me. It looks like a human. <laughs> okay, you gotta admit, Shana, in, that's in any funny. movie or anything, if you saw that, you would laugh because that's well, funny. Well, yeah, I would. But I have seen yes. movies like that and I have laughed. Yes. Uh-huh. Like so, me yeah. on FaceTime. Yeah, but you it's don't like believe my little in that movie. Stuff. <laughs> you don't believe in that stuff, so you're just like, eh. <laughs> no, have you seen yeah. any of the actual vi- video evidence of uh, shadow people? You would not do that. They're fucking terrifying. Well, it's fine. Mm. <laughs> hey, Shadow People, if you're watching this, message me. Um, at no. SNPOD at gmail.com. Or comment on Podbean. <laughs> James, you don't oh. want Shadow People. You oh. don't. They're annoying and scary. Tell us if you want a guest star. Yeah. I, I don't think like, they do. Okay. Oh, wait. I, actually, wait. I take that back because my story kind of involves Shadow a possible person. Shadow Person. Well, I mean, they usually don't talk. Okay, I, I didn't say they did. Sign language. They, they can oh, type. We're just like, 
I never said they had to call us. I said, I said, leave us a comment or email us at snhnsnpod.gmail.com. Or you invited them to snhnsnpod at gmail.com. Or you invited them to be on the show. No, or comment on Poppy. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean that I'm gonna let them. I don't know, man. Do you, Whoa! Do you, I don't want you to break your new phone. Is James, yeah, a new I, phone? Yeah, I really don't. Yeah, this is the new one. Yeah, don't do James, it. James, just invite them to the Kanye by the campfire yeah. <laughs> podcast. Kanye, if you're listening to this, there you go. They, they and the one that will never have listened. And his shadow <laughs> people. <laughs> All right. So my story does kind of involve. I don't know, man. If you say Kanye, I'm, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> <laughs> it was Kanye. All Kanye along. West stands at the end of my bed every night, <laughs> staring at. Me. At the end of the book, you open it up and it says, "You were Kanye me, how West could I be the so whole hard? time." <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So how often did you I forget you to, for the, that forty million dollars he owes. <laughs> Listen, I never no, said not he was doing it. his finances. No, I, 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 no. <laughs> I want to hear your story. All right, all right. So I don't remember like what state this was in, but if it was in Louisiana, maybe Mississippi or something. But uh, my immediate family, so me, uh, my mom, my dad, my sister, and then my cousins, so my aunt, my uncle, my, and then two of my other cousins, or two cousins, uh, were all at this like really cool house called the Painted Lady. So it was like, one that's, story. That's an um, awesome name for a house, by the way. The, dude, it's the really painted cool. Painted lady. It. That's cool. And so it was a totally I white house. You walk in. It's it's a it's a big kitchen. To the left of you, it was what looks like a, like a pantry, and um, you open up. It's like it's a pantry style door next to all the other pantries. You open it up in the stairs to the second floor. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, it's like a hidden stair. Oh my god, it's so Ooh. fucking cool. I've always love houses that do shit like that. <laughs> it, stories involved that. It's just I'm giving you that. So was yeah. this like Back a really artistic brothel at one time? Possibly. It was Maybe. really <laughs> autistic. It was process. so cool. Uh, that's the why rooms were so there. big. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Yeah. So you lived there? <laughs> no, I, no, so we just visited there. Uh, for like oh, a week or something. there. Okay. <clears throat> so then there was a second story. You know, you have uh, regular staircases, second floor. Then there was uh, an attic. Attic was really cool. I got spooked up there. There's nothing spooky. I just, I got scared there might be a lot of spiders up there. Spiders uh, do so, something, man. So, I, like I walked into the... Spider is cuddly as fuck? No, yeah. so I like spiders now. Unless they're poisonous, then I'll kill them. We were talking about or if dog. they look poisonous, because I don't... I I just like, don't I'm not I a spider expert. Sure, I was talking about my dog. do the spider thing. Oh, Spooder! Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not calling Spider. I'm calling Spood. Spooder. Um, so, one day, I was walking in from the front yard um, into, like, the beginning house, which was, like, the kitchen, and then they got... Um, oh, next to that pantry thing, mm-hmm. there's a door to the basement. Um, and there was a basement here, so like I said, not in Louisiana. Yeah. I don't remember where it was. Um, but so I, I just I, I like exploring the house because it's fucking dope. And um, I I open the door, I start walking down to the basement, and then I see what I thought was my cousin, still could have been. Mm-hmm. Again, I I I don't know. So I saw what could have been my cousin, like standing, like I got halfway down the steps. Dude, oh, I'm getting chills, dude. This is real. I'm not making this up. This is real. Mm-hmm. So I saw him, but like really dark. Like he looked kind of shadowy. Standing in the middle, and I not really seeing him. He like when I see him, he's like running. But like I don't hear his footsteps or anything. I try to call out to him, like, "Hey, Brendan, Brendan, stop, stop." Um, and he he runs out, and there's a door into like the backyard kind mm-hmm. of area. There's, there's a door out of the basement into the outside area. Mm-hmm. So I run after him because I want to play with my cousin, and it so it opens up to a big like huge like 
golf course size like backyard thing. Ooh, um, nice. This might have been a plantation. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm really young, <clears throat> but so I look. At, there's there's no one there. So I dart to like the side of the house. There's no one there, and like I, I always just assume he was like inside or something. I don't remember what I did after that. Mm-hmm. Like I don't remember if I asked anyone where he was. I don't remember if I went looking for him. But like that is, that has always stuck with me. Like, cause I never saw him, even when like he went, like, like up the the stairs through the door to the outside where there was light shining in, cause it was the middle of the day. I still couldn't make out any features. Wow. Like, yeah, I cannot. I, I like I don't know. Like, but it run. It was very human. Like, like it was yeah. definitely like I thought it was my cousin. Still could have been, but like. Dude, I've, I've gotten chills like four or five times. Telling and then he story. goes and talks to his fucking aunt. And he's like, "Hey, I thought I saw Brendan." Yeah. I thought I saw Brendan running outside, but there there was nobody there. And she's like, "Who's Brendan?" <laughs> <laughs> so we yeah. all spooky. Yeah. Like I said, really, really young. So that is far, spooky um, as fuck, man. I, I don't remember what I did after that, but right, pertinent story. Uh, pertinent question is the story. Yeah. How high were you at the time? Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, I almost said. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was like, I was like seven, dude. I'm like, exactly. How young so do you think I was? Like a seven out of ten. My dad was giving me Jack when I was still in diapers. My dad. Okay, well me that's Jack. just child abuse. <laughs> <laughs> that's just child neglect, right there. Oh, guys. Oh, Oof, I will. Man. I'll say that um, that it turned out to be a spookier episode than I thought. Than I thought it was gonna be, but. Now, unfortunately, the fire is dying. And so, like the fire goes, so must all these people. We have to die? That's what I said, Sarah. Everyone visibly signed a contract when they walked through the door. But your end of the contract was hot dogs and marshmallows. Which we still have not received. That's what I I call murdering people. Right. Hot dogs and marshmallows. Hot dogs and marshmallows. (laughs) Still better than monkeys. As you said, yes. <laughs> you really can't see that. Yes, that's right. This is an audio. Uh, what's it? Chris, if you ever want to move down to Louisiana, we can make it a uh, video podcast, maybe. Chris. 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 Where are you, Chris? Chris. Get on back here now. We need you. <laughs> <laughs> this is your home. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! You get turned to the radio, right? Yes, yes. Just like in Black Snake Moan, I'm gonna make him dress like Christina Ricci. She's not dead, right? Nope. No. So. Nope. She's still alive. <clears throat> yeah, that was a cool movie you did with with Samuel L. Jackson, where I don't remember anything about it. <laughs> but you remember it's cool. I remember that. That's uh, there's lots of lots of uh, naked Christina Ricci. Yeah, there's a lot of boobs. That's what I remember. A lot, lot of nice dialogue <laughs> and plot. Sure. I'll I'm plot sure, you. John, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of the same boobs. I mean, yeah. still a lot of plot. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of screen time. Exactly. And on that note, I will say you've just listened to a super sexy side boob episode of See No, Hear No, Speak No. The UFOs, conspiracies, spooky campfire stories, and moita. That's right. That's right. And the moitas. And the moitas. And the moitas. And the moitas. Countdown!
Three, two, one. Good night, all. This is me docking on the mic. James. Yes. What's what up? does it sound What's... like when you talk on the microphone? <laughs> uh, it's. I'm. I don't know, man. Um, hey, look, this is my sound test, sound test. I'm trying to talk at a normal level right now and see if it picks up. It see if it picks up well. Seems like Good. it's doing very well. Cool. She sells seashells by the seashore. Well, I'm going to see if I can do it. I'm going to see if I can do it. Irish wristwatch. Close, close, close. Irish. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. I used to be able to do it Irish so good. Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Irish. Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Irish. There we go. Irish. Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Kanye. Kanye West. Y'all listen to Jesus is King yet? Anybody? Nobody? <laughs>